Hello and welcome to another Nick Reed podcast. Um, today I want to talk to you about wedding music, which is my area of expertise. I don't pretend to know a lot about a lot of things, but music's definitely been my passion for over 16 years and it's uh, my specialty. Um, so I'm really passionate about this topic and um, I just want to get right into it. So choosing music... Um, whether you're choosing a band or a DJ, I might leave for another separate podcast. But um, today I want to talk to you about um, picking and choosing the right kind of music and my tips and tricks around that. Um, so to get started, if we work from the start of the day, um, so the start of the ceremony, uh, you got 15 minutes leading up to um you're walking down the aisle and, and doing all the formalities in the heart of the ceremony. So 15 minutes before, 15 minutes after the ceremony is concluded, and then the heart of the ceremony will include, depending on whether or not you do a walking down the aisle song, a couple of songs for signing the register, usually about two. This is just enough time for the photographer to get a few photos of you signing the actual marriage certificate, as well as the witnesses. So about just under 10 minutes, sometimes a little bit longer if there's a bit more um, positioning involved. And then you have something walking back up, uh, walking back up the aisle uh, when you're married. Um, so I'll just talk you through all those elements. So obviously the most important song out of the entire ceremony will be if you're going to walk down the aisle um, to having, having a song for that. Um, if you can figure that out, if you've got your heart set on something. Um, generally, it's something slow, romantic, um, something that's going to make your partner cry <laughs> if you want them to. Um, that's the idea. Now, whether you play that from an iPod, whether you play it from a portable speaker, whether you have a guest play, if you have someone perform it, um, there's a couple of ideas there of how you can go about it, whether you've got a harpist, a violinist, a singer, a guitarist, a, a DJ, a friend playing from a phone. There's a couple of ways to do it. Um, that's the hardest part is the aisle song. The rest is pretty easy. Now, you generally want um, a couple of songs for signing the register. That can be easy listening stuff. Generally works pretty well. Something cruisy, just something to fill the, the backgrounds and and everything. So Jack Johnson, Ed Sheeran, Sam Smith, John Mayer are some new classics uh, that work um, just to kind of fill fill the room while you guys sign the paperwork. Um, you got the older stuff like Otis Redding, Sam Cooke, um, Frank Sinatra, um, Bublé covers a lot of stuff too, which is old and new, um, which is really cool. Um, so just easy listing stuff generally works. Um, and then you've got something um, for the recessional when you actually finish, when you are walking up, back up the aisle when you're married. Um, that's usually something fun and upbeat and whether people throw rose petals at you, whether they they throw salt at you, depending on what culture you're from. Um, they clap, cheer and applaud, all that kind of stuff. Something fun, something upbeat can be anything, can be um, Justin Timberlake, could be Bruno Mars, could be um, anything fun, anything um, high in energy, 
um, something that you know you can dance pretty much dance along the aisle if you wanted you know when it's all finished and done that's the ceremony in a nutshell 15 minutes before 15 minutes after is just general background stuff that generally helps um, just sets the mood it's it's funny when people Peter people don't really realize understand how important music is I always say to people um, if you take away the music you will definitely notice that it's not there. If you have music there, generally people don't notice at all, um, unless you've got a performer. Um, but it's there as white noise, and people, pretty much almost everyone notices when it's not there. Um, I'm a little bit, from a music perspective, nothing beats old um, live music. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, but you might have songs that you've got your heart set on that you want to have the actual iPod versions, and that's fine. If you actually want Ed Sheeran to sing down the aisle, totally get it. That's fine. That's your call. So that's the ceremony. Now, the reception, um, a couple of components. Obviously, working from extremes, your aisle song's important, but also your first dance song, that's important if, you, if you're going to do a first dance. If you can nut out your first dance then everything else is relatively easy. Now, um, starting from the beginning, if you're going to do a bridal party entry, assuming you've got bridesmaids and groomsmen and or whatever you've got there, bridal party, um, you want songs to enter into reception if you're going to do a big entrance. Um, you can do one song for everybody. You can do... A separate song for your bridal party and a different song for you or you can have a song per couple and just drop the chorus of like fat man scoop or will smith or um something fun upbeat you know um your couples can come in couple for couple or whether you're going to bring in the flower girl and the page boy and the and um you know, all the girls and then all the guys or something, you know, like there's, to there's heaps of different ways you can go about it. You can designate songs per couple um, and then have a separate song for you as well. So there's a couple of options just to get you into reception. The next song is cake cutting. So just something that's playing while you cut the cake. Um, that usually takes a couple of minutes. The photographer gets a few official photos of you cutting the cake. Other people might jump up and get a photo with you cutting the cake as well. Um, you've got your first dance. Now, um, you can either do a dance with your parents, like a father-daughter dance or a mother-son dance or whatever you want to do, or just dance with your parents um, and have a separate song for that and then lead into a first dance. There's no right or wrong order um, of how you want to go about that. Um, then working from there, you get the dance floor pumping. Um you do a bouquet and garter toss a little bit later on in the night, so a song for each of those. Um, some examples is like, well, the most popular bouquet toss song is Single Ladies from Beyonce. Um, and garter, you know, Pony from Genuine or um, Danger Zone from Kenny Loggins or whatever it is. Um, just something fun, you know, Girls, 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 Motley Crue's another one. You know, there's just, um, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of songs um, there and if you jump on my website or if you send me an email or a message I can send you some examples for each component and at the end of the night um, 
you got some farewell songs. So you can either get to 11 o'clock, finish your reception, and go see you later, and all that. Or you can um, spend the last 15 minutes doing a farewell circle. And there's a couple of songs um, throughout that farewell circle, like um, Bonfire Hearts, James Blunt, um, Ed Sheeran stuff, you know, just stuff that kind of like sums up the night. Um, Best Day of My Life, Imagine Dragons, all that kind of stuff. Um, and again, if you want examples, just flick me a message. Um, I can send you some Word documents, um, or you can jump on my website and find it. And, um, or you can get to the end of the night and decide to do a human archway exit and you can have something playing when you're having a sparkler exit or something like that, um, at the end of the night. So that's kind of the whole night in a nutshell. Um, another thing I bring up with all my couples is... Do we go down the cheesy road or not? And what I mean by that is um, you've got songs like Grease Megamix, Time Warp, Footloose, which are, and, and Love Shack, which are probably like the four most requested songs I ever get in a wedding night. And it's for me, it's in either a yes or a no to hear from my couples. And the last thing is line dances. So like Gandam Star, Whip Nene, Nutbush and Macarena are your kind of top two. Um all those kinds of stuff is a yes or no and that and that kind of all falls on the cheesy road as well and and some some couples get it some couples love nutbush some people love it they want to do it other couples are like no way i don't want that and it's important that you nut out um the line dance stuff and make it very clear that you you want this or you don't want this um you want to talk the same language with your DJ or with your bands or whoever's doing your music. Um, going through the genres, the three that I like to really pick on is retro. If you want 80s classics, if you like Michael Jackson, if you like Houston, if you like all the kind of wham, earth, wind and fire, all that kind of stuff. The stuff you go and play at a retro night um, at a typical club somewhere. If you like that stuff, let them know. R&B is a funny one. Now, R&B to this day, you know, in this country, think of R&B Fridays. It's played on the radio stations. Think of um, Nelly, Usher, Beyonce, all that kind of stuff. I like to personally separate hip-hop rap from the R&B section. So hip-hop and rap, which is like gangster, you know, Eminem, 50 Cent, Dr. Dre, Tupac, Hilltop Hoods, all that kind of stuff. Um, just to separate those worlds, that's, I find that to be quite helpful. So some people might be like, yes, I love Destiny's Child, but I don't like Eminem. And it's like, okay, cool. So we've clarified those worlds. You want to talk the same language with your supplier that's doing your music. The last one I cover is dance music. Now dance, um, is typically commercial dance that I play, um, Avicii, Calvin Harris, David Guetta, the stuff with singing in it basically um you could say you, some people are like i don't want doof doof music at all totally get it so we just kind of cross all that out we stick to the old school stuff um other people are like i like commercial dance like david guetta but i don't like stuff that you'd go into a club and hear techno doof doof blah 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 and i get that so trap house and techno you know skrillex dead mouse Diplo, um, really heavy stuff. Um, you know, some people can play, some people absolutely don't like that. They want more of the singing stuff. 
They want the stuff with words. They want the stuff that's been in the charts. Um, you want to clarify that as well. And that's pretty much it. That's music, top to bottom. Um, that's the same process that I take all my couples through. One last thing I'll end on is the do not play section. So I find that um, it's really easy to work on figuring out what you do want played, but most importantly, it um, it helps to work from stuff that you don't want played. So particular artists, particular genres, particular songs, funerals, ex-partners, stuff that you just don't like. Some people could say, oh, I love all this except Nicki Minaj. I love all this, but I don't like Drake. Um, I've had people come back and say we don't like Coldplay. It's okay. I would have never have thought of that until, unless I had asked. Um, and that's interesting. Uh, I've had people put down James Taylor, and I'm like, okay, well, I personally love James Taylor, but um, not for you. All right, I get it. So that's really interesting as well. So um, take all that on board. If you have any questions, if you want to make any comments, please reach out, send me a message. Um, if you you can reach me at, at Nick Reed Entertainment, Reed spelled R-E-A-D, like read a book. Um, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook, and I hope this brings value. Thank you.